Welcome to Courageous Conversations and today we have with us Varun and Jonathan or I'm going to call you Dilu because that is what you're popularly known as. Yeah. And and I and I I feel this is going to be one of the fun conversations that I had on Courageous uh, TV and then I really believe that this is something that we all need to hear and talk about. And both are successful musicians and uh, they've been uh, on this journey for many years. And we're going to talk about what the journey looks like for you and how you've been playing a role in influencing culture through the medium of uh, music. Welcome uh, to this uh, Courageous Conversations. And uh, this is the place where we talk about things that matter, things that are real. And this is going to first conversation around music, so we, which we didn't do so far with musicians. So. You're the first ones here. Wow. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to be no here. <laughs> so, when I was uh, uh, chatting with Navin Thomas, who's been our close friend, so he mentioned that you both are the nicest musicians <laughs> in the world. So, so I totally believe him and I'm glad that you guys could take time to be here and looking forward to this. So, let's start off. What has uh, been your journey like, you know, in terms of uh, how did you develop your love for music. Why don't I want to start with you? How did yeah. it all start with you? So, uh, I mean, growing up as a kid, I've always loved art of any form. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to love drawing, painting, pretty much dance, music, singing. My dad loves music. There's right. always been music at home. You know, he loves uh, singing and he loves his old Bollywood songs, you know. So, we, we grew up kind of like attending uh, my dad performed with his friend, okay. you know, he used to do shows, even though right. he, like, by profession, he's a cop, you know, uh, he loved performing, you know, whenever, uh, so he had a musician friend who used to do gigs, and these auditorium gigs, and I used to go with him, so right. we were kind of, like, exposed to music a lot, and uh, as I kind of grew up, I, I, guitar kind of happened much later for me, so uh, for a long time, I wasn't too exposed to playing any instrument, as such, I would just listen to a lot and bob my head and have fun. And it was one day uh, after around my 10th grade. So I had this friend in class with me. And so he never told us that he played the guitar. Right. You know, so I was at his house and, and, I, and I saw this like, like, like an acoustic guitar kept in the corner. And I was like, wow, like that's like a real guitar. I've never seen a real guitar in my life, you know. So I was like, hey, who plays this? Like, like wh what is a guitar doing in your house? And this is a guy who used to sit next to me in my class and right. never said anything, never said a word that he would play. Right. And he's like, yeah, my brother and I kind of play a bit, you know. And then, and then he played the instrument a bit and the, the whole sound of the guitar was like so inspiring for me. Right. I was like, this is so cool. I want to be able to do that. Like, right. I'm definitely going to do it. I remember the same day I went to my mom and I said, I want to enroll for lessons. Right. So this friend of mine plays and he said, there's this guy who can teach. So uh, I started my guitar lessons then. And it, it's been like a long journey since then. I, I had, it was a struggle to find good guitar teachers. Mm. Uh, you know, at least like, like I'm talking about maybe around f close to about 18 years ago when I kind of like started off around 2003, 2004. Right. And it was tricky. You know, finding it like like finding musicians was hard in Bangalore. It was mm. not like there were tons of musicians that okay. that you would bump into all the time. You know, you wouldn't even see anybody walking around with a guitar on the street. You know, mm. so it mm. took a while for me to find the right person. Mm. And when I found that person in Bruce from Thermal and a Quarter, he right. taught me guitar, and he kind of really got me into the zone of actually experiencing what right. guitar is like. Right. You know, and uh, so since then, yeah, like 
it's pretty much been no turning back yeah, i joined uh, swaratma while i was in college right you know and it's been about 15 years now that we have been together as this lineup and we've been playing music putting out albums and touring and doing our stuff wonderful yeah, yeah i still yeah. remember the terminal quarter i remember uh, terminal quarter was one week after our wedding me and my wife went to that first concert in bangalore wow. <laughs> yeah so we wow. came on a honeymoon from hyderabad to bangalore and yeah. said, okay con- we have to go to that concert uh, <laughs> it's great been our, yeah. uh, nice. that's been our uh, journey how about you dilu um for me yeah very similar like um i was uh, blessed to have uh, been brought up in a very musical family my dad also plays instruments oh, so right. he you know he he plays the keyboard he plays a bit of violin a guitar and stuff like that so we uh being brought up in a also a very traditional christian mm-hmm. home and that to a missionary home mm-hmm. um so there was a lot of music around there was uh everyday family prayer at 6 a.m. right yeah. uh no matter what you have to be there and so family prayer was filled with music and um so from that age i remember one of the earliest memories i had was just sitting on my dad's lap and playing on a pedal organ you uh, press the pedals oh, and the air blows through the reeds and you get yeah. music out and somebody had given it and so uh, uh, i think they realized that i had a ear for music mm-hmm. and so from then on you know church was a big inspiration like you know uh, the hymns the 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 songs and the musicians playing there um so that was a huge thing and at the same time i was getting involved with school right. you know the choirs school bands uh, brass band and so play the trumpet play the trombone so um i think i the year for music was not like it's not like i'm a keyboardist or something like, like any instrument right. was kind of like open to me to go and explore wow and um soon going into college get uh, this band called slain which i uh, am a part of and then there's another band called beskep secret mm-hmm. um so it's been like various kinds of music from you know classical music i you know i did all my grades did all of the western classical grades mm-hmm. and um also got into metal rock music uh <laughs> played with a pop band for a while <laughs> went to the grammys for a instrumental flamenco right. rumba kind of album so oh, it was right. like different kinds of music right. different uh experiences and so uh, it's been a great journey yeah yeah just want to say uh dilu has been nominated grammy nomination right yes yeah. like an album i worked on was right. nominated for a grammy yeah wonderful Yeah. So just tell me about this classical music versus rock music. <laughs> Did you 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 studied music, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And was that your experience? Did you go that way? Uh I I never studied classical music okay. and uh but but I listened to all kinds of stuff. Right. So for me it's always kind of like a like an oral experience. Right. So even when I work in in my studio as a producer producing artists, you know there there's always challenges, you know somebody comes up with a song mm-hmm. and they say hey can you help me produce this? and it may not be in your style you know right. i mean it may not be in your in your alley but right. but if you have the ear for it you can listen to that kind of music like maybe just spend a week listening to that pick up mm. traits from there and you can yeah. pretty much come up with stuff you know that just works yeah. so yeah i mean i never learned in that sense but but i did do a lot of theory lessons mm. so i did study music theory i did study composition songwriting and stuff like that so that really helped out i did uh, i did a, a diploma in music production mm. Uh, mm. so all of those things really does does that's, help out in a bit yeah, yeah. that's great so lot of a uh, for the sake of all our young audience that are listening uh, to this conversation uh want to ask you um 
when did you think about becoming a professional musician? Or, or if there was a journey to it, what was that journey? Because today we hear everybody who can play a guitar says, no, I want to play a guitar all my life. <laughs> yeah. I know it, it, it's a good thing to aspire for something like that, but everybody can't make the cut. So yeah. I just wanted to hear what is your journey like? What was your journey like? Uh, for me, the decision was kind of like weirdly very clear. Mm -hmm. It was one random day in college that I decided that I'm going to be a musician and right. this is what I'm going to do. Okay. And uh, I, I think a part of it also came because of my peer group. Like the people. college? Uh, sorry? When you're doing your graduation. Yeah, when I was doing my yeah. graduation, you know. And, right. and uh, so for me, I, I was kind of always like one of those serious kids in the band, right. you know, in my college band. I was probably the most annoying guy there because <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, we have this college jam room till we pass out. Right. But then we pass out, we don't even have a place to jam. So right. we need to set things up, you know, like I'm setting up for a, for a career in music. And I think it was always a bit of like, man, this guy, like, why is he like, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, but the thing is, again, a lot of peer group stuff, you know, like right. until then I, I used to think, Maybe I'll do an MBA. Maybe I'll mm -hmm. work in a big company. You know, yeah. these random kind of like uh, kiddish dreams that that you know I would I would have. But uh, when I started seeing people around me who were older than me, and back then uh, this whole BPO culture was kind of booming. Yeah. You know, a lot of IT stuff was M happening in Bangalore. Yeah. yeah. So, but I would constantly see people cribbing. You know, like people worked in big companies, mm. but they would keep complaining around me saying, oh man, this job, this thing. And I was like, guys, these are like such big companies. Are you mm. like kidding? And, and the way they were complaining, I knew that I didn't want to do that. Right. I was like, mm. okay, I want to do something that I love. Right. If this is what that's going to be like, then, then maybe I'll pick something that I'm really passionate about. Right. So music is something that came very easily for me. And, and I decided on one fine day, uh, I think I did freak Bruce when I went <laughs> and told him that, hey, I want to be a full-time musician. And he was like, no, it's going to be hard. It's not as simple as you think it is. <laughs> and I was like, Bruce, but I want to be this, you know. Right. And years later, he told me, yeah, man, I mean, are you kidding? Your dad's a cop and you're like this college kid. And if I encourage you, your dad comes and catches me. What am I going to say? <laughs> That's a funny story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a very, um, yeah, for me, it, it wasn't really like one day. I've, weirdly, I never asked myself what I wanted to be. I think it was right. always, I was, music was my thing. So, um, because I think there was a lot of um, support also, like I'm blessed to have a family that was saying, okay, if you want to do music, do music. So, mm. um, and even in a time where there was not really a clear way to go, there was not really music schools or anything like that, mm. uh, especially for contemporary music. Mm. Um, and especially if you want to do music production, mm. um, all of that, it wasn't like, uh, how it is now but um so for me i just i just knew um i think the the, the calling that god had right. put on my uh, you know the skills that he had blessed me with yeah so it was quite uh natural for me to just think okay i want to do music right uh, but i think it is like like you're saying it is a lot of hard work even when students yeah. who i teach now come and say uh, i want to do music uh, for me i'm a little bit scared and i'm like uh <laughs> All right, like why don't we like work through your foundations, get your basics right? Because right. it is, it is a tough, tough yeah. place. Um, so, can we put uh, some parameters for hard work? When you say hard work, uh, what are we looking at? What what kind of work needs to be put in to become a professional musician? I think that that whole canvas has changed so much over the years. Mm -hmm. You know, compared to when when 
probably we started off right. versus now because now you have to be a musician you have to know how to market yourself right. you need to know music business side of things yeah. and you very well need to know like pretty much you're a DIY guy mm. yeah. you know it's no more that I'm a guitar player and I'll, I'll, I'll sit at home and gigs are going to come my way and knock on my door yeah. it doesn't happen anymore mm. you know you, like like for example even during this pandemic if i've seen many uh, really good playback singers not having any jobs because they didn't know how to record themselves at home mm. you know right. so so the challenges are always a bit more you know right. like now you need to know how to write your own stuff record your own stuff mm. and even if not professionally mix it and master it at least basics of music production right. basics mm. of social media marketing right. yeah. basics of you know understanding how to get your paper work right like mm. stuff mm. like registering for IPRS to get your royalties right. you know yeah. all these things like that you know signing up with publishing deals and mm. figuring yeah. out how to do sync music how to reach out to whatever it is you got to be like in mm. 15 different places right. and that means you're getting very less time to practice Yeah, you know like, yeah like yeah. like like kind of. gone are the days where you know we could sit for 8 hours a day and just keep playing the right. guitar without <laughs> forgetting about the world because it's it's just so many things you mm. know like like there are days where you're called in for hey man you need to be here for a radio interview you need to do mm. this for that mm. so all those things comes in the way so when we say it's hard work it's a different level of hard work right. now it's just not about um, you know knowing the skills and having all the knowledge of music which is great but uh, we we're also seeing a boom of how uh, people who are possibly not like necessarily qualified studied like you know uh, musicians but making music at home and doing mm. whatever little they do right. and because of social media they they just boom and become successful so mm. there's also a bit of that fight happening i think there's always as musicians yeah. we're like mm. man we studied so much and, and what is <laughs> happening you know so there's always that going on in us so yeah it's a bit challenging i guess yeah, yeah. you looking at more i think uh Yeah, excellence is one thing that comes to to mind. Um, like, yeah, there are so many things to be good at, like from social media to to you know having a website to you know having contracts. Like, if somebody says, "Hey, I want to record an album," how do you go about it? What are the what are the processes involved? Right. How do you book a studio? All of those things. There's there's a lot of intel and know-how. Mm. Uh, but also, at the end end of the day, I feel like uh, especially today, like excellence at your instrument or at mm. your field mm. is. um you know needs a little bit more attention mm-hmm. um because um you know i guess people like the fame and the and just the you know the how fancy everything looks with music and don't uh, realize hey it takes a lot of work it takes hours and hours of practice and it takes just a lot of um i think a kind of a you can't give up right. you just have to keep going for it and if you are sure that hey this is what i've been made for Uh, and the the talents are so visibly uh you know out there then you just have to work hard at it and really be someone who's excellent at that whether it's music production whether it's teaching right. whether it's playing in a band uh whatever it is yeah so what you're saying is in order to be a successful musician today it's not just playing music but you need to be able to have uh quite a few other talents exactly. so like yeah. a lot of multitasking yeah. is required yeah. Yeah. and then be be not just be good at that but also good at other things so it's a combination of things yeah will make uh, definitely and yeah. i think a huge thing is that this is something that that i sort of did with my bandmates during mm-hmm. we we have these regular band meetings right and there there was one of these meetings where i where i kind of just brought this question and said hey can we figure out what does success look like for us okay. individually 
Right. Like, what do you mean by success? What do mm. I mean by success? Because I, I think it's important to have that, that clarity. Yeah. You know, I, like, are you successful only if you're going to pack a Wembley? Mm. Or are you successful even if you're playing at, at a hard rock cafe in Bangalore and, mm. you know, mm. you have like 200 people watching you? Right. Are you successful if you're able to do what you do and you're able to put food on your plate and pay your bills? So yeah. I think it's important to define that. Yeah. Because that's kind of where we get lost and we are chasing these endless goals yeah. and it kind of spirals down. You know, I mean, we look at mental health issues and all kinds of things cropping up because right. of uh, going after fame, like Dilo yeah. was rightly saying, you know, fame's kind of become the big thing. You know, it took us like, for example, three years of our career, we didn't earn any money. We played gigs. As a band? Yeah. Oh, okay. We played gigs after gigs and we were like, kind of like, the new band in town, the talk of the town kind right. of a thing. But the first three years, we made no buck. Right. It took us three years to earn our first rupee. I kid wow. you not. Okay. So I'm, I'm talking about such stuff. So I think if it's rooted in hard work yeah. and uh, it's kind of like going through the furnace type mm -hmm. of thing, mm -hmm. if you stick around, right. then you start seeing the better half. Yeah. yeah. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to start off today and then, uh, you know, where's my manager? Where's my makeup artist? And mm -hmm. you start off that way. <laughs> I think you, you're, you're setting yourself up for a, for a bit right. of a dive down, right. you know, in, in maybe in a short period of time. So it's right. a bit risky there. Yeah. Got to be a little careful. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people. I think today is uh, is the the age of metrics, right? Like how many views, how many oh, yeah. followers, like, uh, how many likes, yeah. and like he said, that's a very good point. Like if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, yeah. if you're just running after fame and mm. those kind of uh, you know things that are just fleeting, right. you will not be happy as a musician because there are there's a there's, there can be mountains, there can be right. you know, deep valleys also. So I think what you're saying is. Uh, if you're a musician, you need to define your own success because if you start defining by success as what's happening to other people, mm. then we are bound to fail because you yeah. might not succeed in that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. But we need to be very clear because it can measure in different ways, like a Facebook likes or yeah. albums or, or yeah. concerts or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I have a few uh, clients like I, uh, who I produce music for and everybody wants to see you know, that million view yeah. <laughs> uh, as soon as they release their first song. Right. And as in, I get that. I get that you, know, you, want to, uh, you, know, you want your music to reach people. You want it to kind of go through the nation, to the nations. Right. But um, I think that there is so much of you know, hard work. Like you know, if yeah. you take any um, big published uh, mm -hmm. artist, it's not like the first song hasn't been the, the one that like prior, probably the fourth album, the yeah. sixth song in that. Uh, album was the number one hit after 15 years so I think that it's it's a long game you gotta stick stick it out yeah most of us don't know the backstory of the successful guys right. like we yeah. don't know how many times maybe they had to go be a backup singer or something like that in a studio or like I don't know what, what it was like you know yeah. and then for them to get their shot to fame mm. song yeah and, and then something just clicks it's kind of like being at the right place at the right time, meeting the right people. Yeah. It's it's a lot about, uh, you know, I feel it's, it's like God's work in right, a way, yeah. you know, like yeah. how how he makes things happen. Like right. if he wants it for you, yeah. then you're going to get it. That's right. kind of how I've seen it, right. you know, and, and it's the ability of also being able to handle it. Yeah. You know, we can miss it. Right. Like you could be really successful, yeah. but you're not recognizing it at all right. because you're constantly chasing after the next million views yeah. and, and yeah. whatever it is yeah. and, and you could you, you don't know what you already have. Right. So, so yeah, it, it's kind of a tricky game there. I think what you guys are sharing uh, uh, 
reminds me probably to call this conversation like MBA in music management. <laughs> because like it's just not music, right? You know, you've got to work through a lot of other things yeah, that other needs things. to come together. Yeah. And uh, that's why I'm saying that the focus now needs to be how to kind of put in all the hard work required to make sure all these things come together. Yeah. Uh, wanted to talk about uh, music per se, right? Uh, music as, I, I believe one of the things that... Uh, uh, I believe music is from God. It's, it's, there is nothing as, I mean, there is something as bad music. There's something as good music and stuff like that. But it's a medium yeah. through which it can be used to shape lives or to influence a culture or motivate people, I mean, for good and bad. I mean, yeah. so I guess from, the, from who we are and where we stand, what is your take on, if I had to ask you, God and music? Do you see a sing? Do you see a relationship? Do you see... What are your what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, definitely. I, I think, uh, like, even if you, you look at the Bible, I think music is was a very powerful element mm. in a lot of uh, people's lives, their journeys, uh, and in, like very key moments. I think music was used to um, impact people, right. you know, heal, break bondages, right. uh, deliver people. Also, sometimes you see music being used as a you know, in front of the battle. Mm, mm. Um, and so I think it, it's a very important thing. And I think we all know that, you know, the power of music. And sometimes I think we don't give it enough credit. Mm. But uh, it is very, uh, it's a very powerful tool as a, like in a form of artistic expression. Mm. I feel it can, it can do things that you can't do otherwise. Uh, because nobody likes people going preaching around or right. yeah. uh, saying, hey, do this. But if it's through a song, you can really bring about change. You can really bring about yeah. a, a lot of uh, positive things through yeah. music. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does. Uh, I mean, uh, for me, y yes, I agree with, with Dulu that music is definitely from God. It's a gift. that mm. uh, I recognized it late. Right. But I did recognize it eventually that yeah. yes, it's a gift that I have from God and yeah. and uh, he blessed it, you know. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, of course, there's there's the whole factor of, you know, understanding that any blessing that we get, mm. end of the day, it's a medium right. and we are the vessel to turn it either towards good yeah. or towards yeah. bad. Yeah. And and music is something like for me, it, it's, it's a way of expressing myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not really big on words a right. lot. You know, I, I think I, I always kind of struggle explaining verbally what exactly I have on my mind. But yeah. but through music, I, I find it a bit easier to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think even if you look at how, like 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 recently, there was this, there was this whole uh, uh, event that happened, an online event about reggae music mm. and how it was used as a medium mm. to bring about social change. Right. Yeah. You know, like, like how it was such a big movement happening. So I think music has that power. Yeah. You know, I mean, imagine, we can't, we can't imagine weddings without music. Mm. We can't imagine birthdays without music, mm. uh, funerals without music. Mm. We can't imagine movies without music. Yeah, Everything just sounds dead without yeah. music. Yeah. Even through pandemic, True. everybody wanted music. music yeah. You True. know, so it, it's there. And I yeah. think it, it goes beyond words. Which is what amazes me. The, mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest reasons why I do what I do mm -hmm. is because, yeah, you have lyrics. It's great. It's mm -hmm. fine. But the moment th there is a certain chord, mm -hmm. it invokes an emotion right. which the words alone can't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's the marriage of the words and the, and the, and the, the harmony which brings that emotion much right. stronger. Mm -hmm. So you can either mislead that, the, the, the words are happy but the harmony is sad, right. or you can kind of bring them into a perfect uh, thing and then channel it and make it more intense. Right. 
So I I think it's it's the way of us expressing, and uh, I think we relate to we relate to every life situation through music. True. Whether True. it's good things, bad things, breakups, whatever it is, yeah. mm-hmm. music is an essential part. Definitely, yeah. it's no saying no to it. Yeah, I I was uh, at Bin Song Festival in Hyderabad where you guys were playing. and i think there was a song called topi wale yeah, yeah. I, i thought that was one of the phenomenal songs in terms of bringing to light a um, lot of things about what's happening in this nation in terms of the political leaders versus the yeah. common man mm. and for for me looking at listening to you guys and watching it visually was like i mean yeah i mean i'm listening it in a song i mean i know this it's it's not like this is not the something but but listening to it as a song yeah, i don't like yeah. went and shared with my friends let's listen to this this is fun Yeah. because this is expressing in a in a non threatening way like yeah, exactly. like today now you go to a political party and say like you are like this means nobody listen but i think yeah. this is just painting a general framework so people can understand and relate yeah. to and make sure you know even when they vote or when they take decisions they can you know take the right ones so mm-hmm. that you know uh, they can understand the nature yeah. good nature yeah. bad nature of the yeah. leaders and, and and stuff like that yeah uh, so tell me a bit about how do you decide what music you do is there something that is that helps you define it is there something some principles that guide you uh we're getting into some yeah now interesting yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. what I, defines I, the music i'm not talking about listening all right I listening yeah yeah i get it anything, right? but when you decide to play what kind of music what defines it what 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 are the principles that you go by i think that there are two sides to it one is the the sound aspect mm-hmm. which happens over time because when you start off you don't know what you want to sound like you don't know you don't know what is what is my sound right and that my sound like you took an example of one of our songs mm. how did how did we get where we are we just played whatever felt natural on that day at that time whenever we met and played mm. and it was over a period of time of doing that somehow a mix and blend of something comes in and then it it becomes like okay this seems to be our thing right and even that thing keeps changing and evolving you know as you as you go but there's a principle side of it you know so for us as as a as a band and for me as a musician uh being being with the band for 15 years now and doing what we do we've written songs about stuff that affected us more than anything else you know yeah. we we never took like hey let's open the newspaper and see what's happening in the country and then write a song no mm-hmm. if something bothered us and it, and it would be something that we would be hanging around and you know and somebody in the band would bring up and say hey man you 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 heard about that Th- that's so sad like you know yeah. and automatically somehow that thought is going to come into a song and you did one on religion also how people can be blinded by yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, some of the yeah it's one of our religion. most yeah. popular songs yeah. I, i love that yeah yeshu yeah. allah or krishna Correct. you yeah. know and uh, yeah it's 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 just talking about how yeah. things were same so many years ago and how things are the same now right. you know and then who exactly is my god kind yeah. of it it i think it's a it's a strong question because mm-hmm. every human being has that question mm-hmm. you know especially in the times that we are living now right. who is my god like right. who is god you know i mean is there a god is there not a god you always have that question so right. i think that song came from that thought right somewhere in our in us when we jammed maybe one of us had that thought it came mm-hmm. out it just it just became a thing Mm-hmm. and and for us we don't take it lightly when it comes to the the responsibility and the impact that it has on people yeah. and uh, i've been more and more watchful now you know ever since i've come to faith mm-hmm. about uh, the kind of principles i hold mm-hmm. on to when right. i when i make music with my band mm-hmm. uh, yes i we don't restrict ourselves in any way right. but there are certain 
guidelines that I follow, which which for me comes strongly from the from the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. if 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 there are certain things God says, it's it's a no. Right. This is this is a no for me. Lovely, yeah. Then I will not endorse that. You know, yeah, I'll right. watch out on on how I stand. You know, right. and and thankfully, you know, I I I say God has again blessed me with such wonderful bandmates mm. that mm. I can openly share about this. Mm. You know, I can tell them, hey, this topic is is hard for me to stand right. on stage and That's and nice. and present it because it it doesn't agree with me. Right. So I don't know how how honest can I be standing with you all and doing this and and you know I won't be able to represent it well mm-hmm. and. Praise God that they have been so supportive nice. that they've always held back. They've nice. said, "Okay, if if it makes Varun uncomfortable, let's yeah. let's make the song about something else." You right. know, so right. there is that responsibility factor because yeah. we have we have received messages, uh, uh, you know, where people have said they're battling through depression, and one of our songs helped them get out of it. Man, it's right. scary when I read such things. You know, you I can name that song. Yeah, like I mean, like we wrote a song called "Mushkil Me Jina," ah, which came nice. out in 2020, right. and uh, it was just about dealing with tough times. Nice. And we have got multiple messages on that song saying, you know, mm-hmm. that that people are battling through depression and all kinds of stuff. It's really scary, you know. It's yeah. humbling. It's scary. It, it's a huge responsibility to handle, but right. but we are just trying to be there as a group. And I think as a being a band helps me deal with I that know, than good. do it alone. You that's know, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think there's just there's a huge uh, argument of sorts, right? Uh, of secular versus the sacred. Yeah. And I think that sometimes the the gap is so wide, mm. and um, I think there's just a lot of like uh, contention and strife about okay, what do I do, um, and all of that. But I think if you understand what it means to be a follower of Christ, mm. and where you draw like Warren said those principles then that would set all your decisions right. in course I, i'm not saying it's easy it's not uh, sometimes you have to make tough choices like yeah. sitting your band down and right. saying hey guys yeah. this is uh, what i think uh, voicing out your opinion um and what your you know what you stand for what your faith what you what you believe in so i've had to do that a number of times sometimes it was very uncomfortable sometimes you know i've just been amazed at how people understand and uh they appreciate you for taking that stand right so um it's the music by itself is music right. um so one of the main things for me is okay are the lyrics uh something that is going against what i believe in and uh, so i make different um you know decisions based on what i'm yeah. looking at yeah yeah i'm i'm glad you guys do that because it's it's important also to be uh, be blessed with bandmates who understand no yeah. understand yeah. thinking because it's not about you're thinking that you're pushing it is you who you are yeah, right? yeah, and it's yeah. who you are and they respect you because of who you are more than true, just like true pushing an ideology or or a thing yeah, across yeah, yeah. and this uh, secular and spiritual divide that is 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 there i think i always had a problem with that like education is it secular or spiritual <laughs> yeah like when you send your children to school yeah secular yeah. spiritual when yeah. you ask them to memorize about talk about darwin's theory it's against the bible but you still ask them to do it Yeah. yeah. Why are you like at that point of time coming and <laughs> asking a question around this? It's going to be yeah. very uh, uh, interesting. Uh, but I feel that you know, um, music has a power to influence, I mean, yeah. influence yeah. and change uh, people's lives and things like that. How has Dilu? Uh, uh, you've been involved in um, also uh, playing quite a bit in Christian. I know you played at our Janrashtri Summit when we did for. Uh, uh, flatfish earlier and stuff like that. Yeah. So, how has been 
audience engagement been when you look at uh, whether it's a Christian music or whether it's a, I wouldn't say secular music, I would say neutral music, what we mm -hmm. do. Um, I think there's a lot more engagement when it when it's like worship music, mm. but I think I don't know whether it's a geographical thing or it's you know. I um, mean, it probably is a group thing, right? Might like be a familiar group. Yeah. Do the same thing, same objective, same purpose. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot more takers for worship music or congregational music, but I produce a lot of artists who are not you know, right. uh, quote unquote worship leaders or right. um, but the the music still speaks uh, from the word it has right. that basis yeah. and it probably a message of uh, of hope right. uh, probably a message against suicide and depression mm. but you know if you look at how many people actually go listen to it uh, from individual artists like you know big bands like Pratma I'm sure yeah. <laughs> people don't listen to but I think there's a lot of biases and um, things that I feel we have to work through uh, you know, find out music that um, that's good. If somebody you know from your own community has written mm. stuff, support them. Uh, no matter whether it's like you know uh, worship music or Christian mm. music or whatever it is, yeah. uh, I think we need to kind of rally together yeah, for people creating yeah. art uh, yeah. in you know in our communities. Yeah, I think th that is important because I'm I'm also struggling with various. Um, different views, right? I mean, I want to be careful. I don't want to name any of you because... So like when we do the Grammy, look at the Grammy nominations listing, especially like there are a lot of views that are like, might not be something that you subscribe to, right? But it's become very popular. Yeah. But one of the things that's happening in uh, here in, in, in our uh, Christian space is uh, people want, there's nothing wrong in music being used to worship God. That is it, that is there in the Bible, it's completely true, completely acceptable and all. But also, there is this space where music is, needs to be used to channelize, to change people's lives. Right? Mm. Like when we talk about depression, when we talk about uh, suicide. And this is not just a, a religious problem, or it's not just a problem that Christians face. People, everybody is facing, everybody faces marriage about depression problem, everybody faces marriage problems or parenting problems or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to see that, I'm just trying to ask this question that we are in this space where we have answers or where we can lead people in the right direction. Should we be, what else should we be doing in terms of making sure that the message gets across through the medium of music, of course. And if a parents or young people needs to be encouraged to pursue music that influences people or music that influence, brings about a change, what kind of approach they should have? What kind of thinking they should have? Yeah, I mean, um, so, so I'm new to the whole uh, Christian gospel music yeah. set of things. You know, I mean, one, one of my, my beef has been, you know, every time I hang around with friends, mm -hmm. everybody knows all the songs. You know, <laughs> they, they can just pick up the guitar, you know, like let's say Absolutely. I'm hanging out with a common friend, Naveen. Correct. He, he'll just pick up the guitar. You want that song? Yeah, I know the chords. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, like, 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 what, what, what's going on, man? Like, I, I give me time, you know. I need yeah. to learn these songs, like, you know, like, you, you, you can't throw me a worship set list on a Saturday and say, hey, uh, can you come and play this tomorrow? I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I need to prepare. Like, hello, you know, I, because I never grew up listening to these songs. So every song is 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 a new song for right. me. I don't see it as is this a Christian song, is this a right. secular song, or a or a neutral song, or anything of that sort. You know, I think, uh, yeah. It, 
we have we have a responsibilities there you know we do look at the messages we do look at all the things that that the song associates and and then you just pretty much pick and choose because my my thing is end of the day if you look at how uh, what the bible actually teaches and which is sort of i think been misrepresented a lot for all of us as musicians is that god gave us freedom to choose right you know i think it, the book of genesis starts with that he gave us the freedom to choose mm. so why who am i to stop somebody else's choice right. you know i'm whether it's uh, whether it's the billboard uh, you know uh, top charts now that we get to listen to mm. or whatever is kind of like is is the in thing right now mm. they have made their choice to to do whatever they do and it is not my uh, duty or my uh, in not it's not in my strength to change that as much as it is in god's strength to change it right. he knows how to change it right. if he wants to use me or dilu or anyone to do something like that right. sure we are available for it right. but but the change part of it always happens through their choice right. they choose that and they have to do it so it you're right in saying that it can't be forced mm-hmm. it can't be just thrown at them saying hey this is this is you can't play this kind of music you know you should only do this i have seen a little bit of that happening on multiple forums and discussions mm-hmm. and it does really like like strike me in a very surprising way like right. wow like i are you saying what i'm doing is wrong like are you serious like you know sort of a thing but but yeah i i don't know where it stems from mm. i haven't had the opportunity to go into the history of it to figure out mm. where did this thing start like why is it why is there a secular music and a right. christian music or even some of the questions that i get uh, i i have you know stuff like uh, then why are you making money out of christian music why is there an award function for christian songs you know if it's all about uh, respecting that god gave me the gift and the glory is all for god then why am i taking an award for it right you know so i should be denying my awards i should be i should not even be asking for copyright you know and if you get into the business angle it, all the churches are using songs to worship yeah. you know but are we paying royalties for it yeah you know so the the lines are really kind of blurry in that sense i think i think it, it's you, you got to have ask god for the wisdom and kind of walk with caution in what you do right. but uh, yeah definitely i mean i'd i'd love to hear what dilu has to say to yeah. i think coming back to that uh, idea of like is there other music other than you know worship music and stuff like that from you know our communities i feel um, there needs to be a platform or right. the platforms are there already but i think we need to recognize people that are doing music that is uh, not like say typically just worship music or something like that mm-hmm. but our music you know is music that is powerful that is uh giving a message of hope um in a in a non threatening way um uh, but i feel like you know what varun said like you know, we all know all the worship songs we are right. only all about that and as yeah. soon as you're a christian and you are a musician then hey you have to do christian music that's the immediate uh kind of this plus this equals right. this um but i think it just requires people to think a little bit more openly about mm-hmm. music and about the arts and mm-hmm. say that hey we can influence different spheres different parts of you know our, our world right. through music so uh-huh. what is the role excellence plays in this in in, in this in this yeah <laughs> i think it's uh, or let me ask another question uh if excellence is not involved do you back out do you like say i'm uncomfortable with this 
Yeah, I th- I think uh, <laughs> it is. You, I I find it very uncomfortable if uh, I have to uh, play. Like I mean, I I have played in churches before. Like I have done that before. But uh, when when other musicians are not doing their bit or or they are not musicians at all, right. you know, I, I I'm learning to find that balance of I need to see the heart behind why the person is here and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. it's not the same as me performing on stage with my band but i i hold my band with the same standards right. i'm like hey guys we, we got to be up there like no way you know if you're not sure of that that's not happening mm-hmm. we got to learn our parts and come right. you you can't be there and and just wing it that's right. not that's not yeah. cool you know because yeah. in in that scenario people are paying to come and watch you perform they're paying for that for for that time of entertainment right. but uh one of the powerful things that i i learned from uh from a church podcast again was that uh this this the I, i'm not going to name the church or the worship uh, leader as as such uh she said that the worship band is is like a is is supposed to be like an invisible thing mm. providing a connection between the congregation and god nice. and if you are mucking up you're wow. ruining that that connection right you know because they're going to get distracted instead right. of just closing their eyes and worshiping they're going to like something sounds weird wow. you know <laughs> and wrong. yeah i think so to me it does bother right. the the excellence bit of it yeah. but i'm also learning to find that balance right and and not entirely tiptoe on one side yeah. too much yeah. i like that description as an invisible channel right yeah. connect uh, people to god i think I, i like that yeah because excellence is something i think that is now more and more uh, coming into limelight because you know earlier you could play whatever you want to play and then get away with it but now with uh people being exposed to music people watching things people like listening to so many things suddenly they know what is uh, mm. great and what is not and what is mediocre yeah. and uh, definitely i think with god on our side mediocrity is not something that we want to get get used to in any way right it, yeah. i mean it's something that we want to get over that and always keep uh, raising the benchmark So let me ask you a Sunday school question. All right. Okay. What's your favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite song? Well, current like the Christian song? Whichever. Anything? I mean currently like today I was listening to Joe Sat okay. when I was you know riding down and coming here i was listening to my nice. uh, you know my favorite one of my favorite albums of his uh, flying in a blue dream yeah. is it, it's, it's it's just a beautiful album you know and and for me it's I don't know it connects me so much you know like when I'm listening to that beautiful playing I'm like right. wow like god you made this possible like like really like wow this is so cool <laughs> nice. you know nice um currently I, I was listening to like an old album actually uh, from this artist called Stephen Curtis Chapman right. uh, there's an album called Speechless uh, so the song Speechless right, yeah. yeah so that I was just listening to uh, recently and yeah. Right now I was just vibing to that. I can't say it like this is my favorite song. Yeah. Right now that's on my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's ancient man. That is our. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think when you look yeah. at it uh, from a production standpoint <laughs> yeah. it's like there's like string sections, there're like yeah. crazy drums, there's insane guitars and still everything is like holding forth. So like right. wow, how do they do that? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, yeah, times have changed. I think music has changed. Um so what has been um some of the songs that if i may ask um, and we can say no to that uh, don't have to answer this like when you have had your own tough times like everybody has go through tough times either it could be family front or professional front or probably when you were down um what is the song that has lifted you up hmm. or that has it might not be like popular 
I mean, I'm not worried about that. I'm, I'm only trying to understand. Uh, you're all normal people, right? You're those musicians. I know on a stage, there is stardom, definitely, yes. But I think definitely you all go through hurts and pains. So what was, what's the kind of music or what is the song that's lifted you up? I think it's it's kind of very seasonal. Like yeah. Dilu was saying, currently that's my jam. It's mm. like pretty much I go to whatever my jam is at that right. point in time, you know. And uh, of course, I do have my favorite bands that I love mm. that I may just play. Sometimes it, it's also happened to me that I'm like, hey, I don't want music right now. Mm. You know, I I don't want that right now. Maybe I'll maybe I'll switch to a movie, mm -hmm. you know, and and watch something funny and just get myself out of it, right. you know, or maybe just going in talking to somebody and spending right. time, you know, so uh, I've also had that phase, you know, and, and there are many a times on the, on the flip side, a song that, that I play, you know, night after night with my band, that it's taken a new meaning on stage. Right. You know, like when we were playing, I'm like, wow, like in this place where I am right now, this song means so much to me, like right, right. now, it's like, wow, yeah. you know, and, and sometimes it's, it's, it's a mix of mix of all of that you right. know i i could be i could be listening to pop music you know if i just want to feel right. you know but again because here's the thing right like like you know you, you let's say you're listening to uh, uh like bands like um, you know radiohead or mm. um, you know or, or even nirvana for that matter right. i'm just saying you know i mean you're feeling really weird and awkward or, or bad you know or you're feeling down and you're going to music like this which is kind of like a natural gravitational thing it drags you into it but it's going to pull you down more because they are just in that space. Mm. They're constantly talking about these subjects. It's going to draw you down. So you may want to contrast it in, mm. in, in such times and be a little careful. So mm. that's what, again, it kind of comes back to be careful with the kind of music that we listen right. to. You know, not to say that these, these bands are bad. I mean, they're fabulous yeah. bands. You know, they, they yeah. make great music or they made right. great music. But we need to know, for me, as the type of personality that I have and the type of guy that I am, is this going to lift me up or is this going to pull me down? Yeah. Because sometimes mm. when music pulls you down, you still enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. you're still going down. Yeah. So yeah. I think, and I think that is where we need to be sensitive to understand yeah. whether this music that I enjoy is pulling me down or lifting yeah. me up. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. discernment I think we all need to uh, yeah. have. It's like that, it's that old school rock star thing, right? right? Hey man, I'm sad and it's cool to be sad. <laughs> you you yeah. know, my song comes from my pain. And yeah. <laughs> you share that a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the reality is that, hey, it's, it's not cool. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not only there in the rock space. Like I, like I do a lot of pop stuff also, yeah, and right. it's a lot in the you know in the pop world um, where it's just songs that kind of just drag you down. Right. Uh, it might be nice the first time, but then you, I think you can just live in that space mm. for a while. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes you know, for me, it's hymns. Uh, mm. Some of the old hymns come that I found. Um, hymns like that. Sometimes it's very new Maverick City mm. uh, kind of stuff. Um, Sometimes it's 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 music that's not not even worship music or anything like that. So it's yeah. it's 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 a wide range. So because you met Kamda Fountain, so which would be uh, let me ask, which would be your favorite Christian song mm -hmm. uh, that has given you uh, or help you see a new angle or new revelation of God? Oof. Does that something that has said oh. God, you're like this, or this is your nature. Did any of the songs um, like that influence you? Okay, so w when I first came to faith, mm -hmm. like literally, like the day I accepted and, and those few weeks, right. I was listening to Audrey Asad. Mm. 
don't know. I I just had that on my on my iPod and it was my morning jam. I would literally wake up in the morning and 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 I, I was like this uh, kind of like this teenage guy in love type of a phase. I was like, "Oh wow, this is the new day. Everything is blue, everything <laughs> is so green and everything so white." And I'm like, "Wow, I used to see everything in that way." And I used to listen to Audrey Hepburn a lot and I used to listen to Gungor a lot at that point some of the earlier work that they have done and I I fell in love with that music I was like wow and then uh, another common friend of ours Sharon she she put me in touch with uh, David Balosh David Balosh how yeah. Oh, yeah so Paul, I was listening Paul, to uh, Paul Balosh yeah no the his brother his or something brother? Oh. Yeah. The, the other guy I, okay. he, yeah I think is they related so That's he has an album uh, I forget the name of the album it's like the silver gray thing okay. it's mm-hmm. so cool the synth work on it is like wow and he's literally pulled out verses and made songs out of it okay. with just using really cool synths it's like your stranger things synths going on but it's verses and beautifully sung and i think it just sounds fabulous you know right. it's like really really like wow this gives me like a different picture of who it is you know even stuff like sparrow sparrow yeah yeah there's so much packed in that song you know it, it, it's like wow like his eyes on the sparrow i'm like wow like he, yeah. he sees so much detail yeah. so it just keeps giving you that kind of revelation you know through these right. songs that's nice yeah yeah for me like, i like songs like that that are like you know those verses you know those right. you know uh, those biblical themes mm. but in a song form they just impact you mm. in in a in, in such a powerful way yeah. so sparrow was one song for me to um by audrey sar um it's just so so many songs i don't i really don't know how to pick <laughs> um yeah i think i'll just leave it at that <laughs> okay so so two questions i have and i want you to think about it and uh, answer one is looking forward i mean i know there's a lot happened in the music world or or christian music world whatever it is over the years looking forward what do you see uh, or or let me put it, what we do what do we need to do to make music influence people's lives what else can we do to bring about a change in people what kind of stuff needs to be done so that you know uh there can be a strong influence that can be passed on through music i think um, culturally in india i mean obviously yeah. i mean that's yeah. the context yeah. yeah i think that there needs to be like an acceptance of art and a kind of a push to get into art mm. um and like i feel like in our context especially when i was growing up it was like hey either you're an engineer or a doctor or like yeah. you're nobody oh, you're nothing yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i had to, like so that you have to i think we have to combat those kind of stereotypes yeah. and because i'm sure there are like you know we are a huge country mm. and there's so much more music that can come out so mm. that can impact the world right. and especially in our, in our christian Christendom, we are always influenced from outside, like right. you know, Western songs. Okay, this person released right. a song. Next week, all our churches are singing that song. Right. But are we doing songs from other churches, from our own mm. situations? Culture. Yeah, singing from our own experiences of what we are going through as a community. I don't see that too much. So I feel, I think, just a kind of an open mind pushing people into the arts. Right. And uh, supporting people once they're there, supporting our own. um teams bands artists would be a big help here right no, i think it, it like he's right in saying i think at the core it it, it comes down to having an open mind mm. i think we all need to grow to be more open you know uh, in accepting things mm. and uh, not being too too stereotyped even with the kind of instruments we choose mm. to mm-hmm. make music you know i mean 
why can't we use indian instruments what's wrong with it you know mm. why, why should we only use the western instruments why should all our guitars be soaked in reverb mm. <laughs> you know like stuff like that like simple mm. simple things but but again you know having having things that because end of the day this is the thing like okay look at look at what what's happening in the ott world just to mm. just to kind of go there for a minute more people are consuming regional content right Mm. there's a sudden boom of regional ott platforms right. why because people are relating to regional stuff end right. of the day we are bound by a certain culture and mm. no matter how much we like other things there are some things we that the our culture that we have grown up in right. kind of draws us back you know yeah. we are going to be who we are you know i think that bit needs to come in number one if it has to become more relatable mm -hmm. and also to from our end to also be more open mm. in relating to people Yeah. and and kind of having that uh, truly imitating christ in that mm. sense you know right. what if he was a musician what mm. if let's say jesus was a musician on earth right. how mm. what kind of music would he play yeah i like that yeah he mm. was hanging like around that. with prostitutes yeah he was hanging around mm. with tax collectors who mm. were bad people back right. then he was hanging around with you know people he said i i came here for sinners not for for yeah. the sick you for, know for he, the, I, yeah sick. yeah so he he said right. i came for the sick people mm. the yeah. doctors not needed for somebody who is well right so then then we need to have that attitude in in everything we do yeah. because he calls us to imitate him yeah. and i think we got to find that you know right. somehow and and i think the more we do that from a genuine natural place wherever we come from whatever background whatever it is yeah. i believe it, it'll find its way of impacting people right. you know mm -hmm. i don't think we need to strive because that goes into the whole let me get so many views kind of a thing <laughs> yeah. so yeah. we shouldn't be going in that space i think right. we should just stay obedient do whatever we we mm. we believe at this this point in time whatever yeah. i feel is the right thing to do that he has put on my heart right. let me yeah. just do that obediently and the rest he'll make it happen you know yeah. mm. music business is nothing for him really right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, i like that one last question i want to ask is is i know you guys have been your through your tough times you, you had your stardom you've been there um on the big stages big names and stuff like that uh what at the end of the day what do you individually want to be known by what kind of legacy do you want to leave as individuals what is that thing that you want people to remember you for mm. as an individual and i think that you're i mean it's a more a vision kind of a question but i just want all the young audience to hear what you dream what do you want to mm. be known for uh for, for me it's is a very interesting question very tricky question because uh people who've known me really well know me that i run away from titles uh -huh. you know it's something that i'm 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 so like uncomfortable you know when when we start putting titles to ourselves right. and uh so it's something that i'm very careful about right. because uh, uh for me like right now even 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 as as a guitar player for a fairly popular band from uh -huh. the scene producing music doing all these things tied tied up with brands which are mm. globally known at the end of the day i'm like hey i don't want it to be about me right you know I, i i don't want people to be like hey that guy was like this great guy or something i mean i'm fine with just my friends cherishing me as hey you know he was our great friend or whatever right. that's that's cool but i don't ever want to put out this um, sort of a title right you know or, or as as any big like a worship leader or this or any of that mm. if if i if i feel like i need to worship god i'll do it in my way mm. but uh, i don't ever want that to become a title you know mm. i don't ever want to be 
so because end of the day i'm a human being and i'm right. and i'm imperfect yeah you know uh, i'm imperfect even right now you know in what i'm saying but uh, the person who's listening to it is going to f- make more sense of it than mm-hmm. what i'm saying because god does something in between right. this True. to that point so uh, i i would just want to be vulnerable mm. and as imperfect as i am and as i'm growing i i just want to show that right i th- i think that's that's the legacy i want to leave you know wonderful. not not really being anything more than that wonderful nice um yeah like you were saying like we're, we're all human uh and i think for me if i what i've been journeying along with uh these days um is to be someone who finds joy in Christ alone and not you know views you know popularity um even sometimes i can be very proud of the drum sound that i've made for a song or okay this album's guitars are so much better than that album's um because like you know you're very you're very sensitive as a musician you're like you know you want your music to really be good yeah, and all yeah. of that but um i know all of that doesn't satisfy at the end of the day so my i think this, i haven't found it i haven't like i'm not there yet mm. but my hope is that uh, at the end of yeah know, my yeah. life that uh, people will say that he he found his joy in christ yeah i think i, I love the I, i love what you guys said you know find joy in christ especially i mean um when we know where we stand right that makes mm. a huge lot of a difference yeah and uh, and very interestingly you also mentioned varun that um it, it, it's that we are all imperfect people and you want to be a good person i think known by yeah. a good person mm. so i think that also brings to the point that you know uh, it's not like you want to be a great musician kind of a dream but yeah. it's more about a normal guy who's trying to way work his way through music yeah. to bring about influence to bring about a change in this world so that uh, people's lives are blessed people's lives are touched and god is glorified yeah 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 i think yeah. i think that's important yeah yeah that's, that's important true. yeah one of the things that Uh, what i gathered from the conversation was uh, that uh, you wanted to know be the person who finds joy in christ and um, and that was absolutely great and also what varun said about you know being known as a good guy who wants to is there to help people and do things through music to bring about a change in the community and a change in our uh, society so we are very glad to have uh, dilu and varun on this conversation ladies and gentlemen in case you have any questions for them you can put it in the comments and then we will share it with them and they'll be happy to get back to us so let's get on to this journey where we understand that music is a platform or music is a channel through which a lot of change can happen in this world today god bless you all <laughs>